Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The training camp. Head out to the wadefor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy D. Orlando Ledbetter. He, of course, the Falcons beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work. Follow him on Twitter at D Orlando AJC. D Led, as always, buddy, appreciate it. And, um, you know, I guess we're less than two weeks away from it all getting cranked back up. Yeah, no question about it, John. We started in our, uh, our eight part position by position series on, uh, on Sunday. It's online right now. We talked to B. John Robinson last week to kind of get a, a feel for his mind space as he heads into the season. That's a pretty big one. Uh, we'll slide on through the um, offense and defense and then wrap up with the quarterbacks here as we get ready for training camp 2023. So let me ask you about Kyle Pitts. Obviously, you know, he's not going to play in the preseason. We heard Arthur Smith talk a few weeks ago about the idea of that they expect everybody to be ready for week number one, and that was implied to be Kyle Pitts as well. What has he been doing as far as is he rehabbing yet? Is he running yet? Like, what's kind of his game plan for what you know this the this part of the off season leading into week one is going to be? Yeah, it'll be more of an ease back in. You know, uh, Tyquan Graham suffered a uh, similar knee injury, but he's back out there. Kyle Pitts uh, taking another approach here. Uh, we haven't seen him, so we don't know. We do know the quarterback has lamented that he hasn't been able to get that connection started with him. So, you know, he would like to have been uh, putting some tasks on uh, time on task with Kyle. Uh, so we're expecting that he's going to be full go. We'll take the coach at his word, and, um, you know, we'll report on it from there. You know, d I think one of the false narratives that a lot of the national media – has put out is this idea of, well, we need more pass catchers. And when I look at Robinson, Algier, Johnu Smith, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Scotty Miller, you know, again, when I look at all of the guys that can catch the football for an offense that is not going to be a huck it all around type of offense, do you think we need more pass catchers on this roster? Or, you know, do you think we have enough guys at enough different positions that we can catch the football? Um, I don't. I agree with that. Uh, I mean, but I'm used to Roddy White and Julio Jones being right. out there. You know, that's what I, you know, you got two top high-level guys. I only see one high-level guy. 
uh, maybe two, and they're both uh, in their second and um, uh, third year. So I don't know if Drake London can continue to do that and if Kyle Pitts was a fluke. Um, I mean, Scotty Miller's been a part-time player. Mac Howell's been a part-time player. Cordell Hawes been a special teamer. Um, you know, you're trying to find some guys to, to uh, you know, that when you do throw the ball, you want them to be able to catch it and know they're going to be able to do some damage with it. And I don't see uh, a lot of those guys on the roster right now. D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So... How much do you think – I know Matt Hennessy was taking the first rep in, in their OTAs or mandatory mini camps or what have you. Um, what do you think the plan is for Bergeron? Do they work him in slowly to see how he adjusts to playing guard? Or do you think that they throw him right to the wolves and, and just, you know, see if he can handle the job and, and potentially win this starting job? Yeah, I think they uh, are going to go slow with him. Uh, it is a conversion. They've tried the conversion before. It didn't work with Jalen Mayfield. And I uh, just talked to Jake Matthews about it, and he said, hey, if the guy's out there and he's messed up, we're all messed up. So Hennessy's got a floor for him uh, for them to set set until Bergeron's ready to go. Now, um, you know, they tried to do the Dahlman uh, Hennessy rotation as a at center as a rookie, so I could see them trying to work Bergeron in over time. But uh, yeah, they got a floor. They got the benefit of Hennessy, and they're gonna probably take advantage of it until they can get this kid ready to play. So, is there any competition at center for Drew Dolman, or I mean, is it just you know put in ink that he's gonna be our starting center come this year? Yeah, I don't see any competition on the roster. Um, he's a guy they like, and um, he's a guy that they uh, they got to believe he can get better than what he did last year. Um, he's a technician. Uh, he's not going to um, uh, line up and, uh, you know, just drive people 10 yeah. yards down the field. So uh, that's the way they've elected to go at that position. And, um, you know, with Coach being a former offensive lineman, kind of got to go with his judgment on that. So do you see Jalen Mayfield making this team? I mean, can he do enough to instill confidence back on this roster? Do they move him back to guard? Like, what do you think the prognosis is for Jalen Mayfield on this team? Um, not, not very good uh, if you just do it from a football perspective, but we know that people don't want to cut their draft picks. And uh, he was one of their draft picks and a third-round pick. Uh, they moved him back to tackle because they said, hey, um, if you're not going to start, you got to be able to play a couple different spots. So is he going to be the best swing tackle or the best swing guard tackle, uh, you know, on the second line? And, um, you know, that that's a, there's a lot of bodies in that group that he's going to have to fight through to earn that uh, eighth or ninth spot because you only get eight on game day and only ten for the roster. So, uh, he could probably make the team, but probably maybe not the game day roster. Let's uh, switch over to the defensive side of the football. You know, Lorenzo Carter was a guy who I think when you look, I, I want to say it was about 75% of the snaps that he played on defense last year. He, he played a high percentage um, when you look at his overall snap count. Do you think that that stays the same, or is that going to be something that, that you know, drops as – Ebba Cady and Caden Ellis and some of these guys 
you know, obviously start playing more on this defense? Yeah, I think it will. Um, you know, that, that they got a floor there again with him. Uh, they know what Lorenzo can do while they're trying to develop these other guys and bring them along and unleash them, uh, hopefully, so they can uh, uh, get themselves a pass rush here. But, yeah, I think it's the same thing where you, you get a chance to, you know, go out and play with a pro, and if somebody beats them out, then you, you put them in there and go from there. What do you think the expectation for Jesse Bates should be? I mean, should – should this be a guy, and I know, look, he's been a second-team All-Pro a few years ago with Cincinnati, and, uh, you know, he's, you know, grades out as one of the better safeties in the NFL. But, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, D-Led. I mean, if, if he's not, you know, for what they paid, if he's not a second-team kind of All-Pro caliber player, I, I have my questions about, you know, okay, why did we spend $64 million on a safety if we can't get to the quarterback? Yeah, I expect him to show up at the ball 15, uh, at least 10 to 15 times a game, uh, you know, whether it's uh, coming up in the run game or tracking stuff down from a, a single high safety position. He's a ball hawk, and that's what I expect him to do. Uh, and if you got a safety like that that's closing down plays and taking care of the deep stuff, uh, that makes your defense a whole lot better. You just need a certainly a pass rush will help him out. But I mean, if he's back there for ten seconds, he ain't gonna, uh, you know, ain't gonna be too much he can do. But if they can cut that down and get to the quarterback, and uh, I just expect to see him when I watch the Falcons, if the ball gets out, I expect to see him showing up at the ball. So, D. Led, what then becomes of Jalen Hawkins, Richie Grant? I mean, what what do you think the role ends up being? Do they kind of split time? Does Richie Grant secure that safety spot and Jalen Hawkins kind of works himself in. Like, what do you think the two young safeties role now is with a Jesse Bates, who's kind of the, the clear leader now of, you know, of that defensive, you know, safety spot. Yeah, that's going to give you some options on third down. I'm, I'm expecting Richie to take it over on first and second. Then on third down, Hey, you can put Richie at, at a big nickel and put Jalen in there at, the other safety spot, either send Richie or have him cover a bigger receiver or a tight end. Uh, you got some interchangeable parts to play a big uh, nickel three safety package with now um, with, with Hawkins and Grant. Or, you know, go smaller nickel package if the slot receiver's a little guy. Um, you know, I know if you're playing Tampa Bay, you're going to want a bigger guy on Goodwin who's killed a lot of people in them in the past. But you get the little fast, speedy slot guy, then, you know, maybe Clark Phillips or Mikey Hayes is your nickel. You got some options now um, with the addition of Bates with your safety uh, rotation. And you got to find you a smaller nickel back, too, um, for Mikey Hughes or Clark Phillips or somebody that can cover the little fast guys on the crossing routes and so forth. So um, the new coaches got some options, and, you know, that's a good thing. So is – is a guy like Clark Phillips a guy that you think can start right away if he needs to? I'm not saying that he starts 17 games or anything like that, but but you can work him into the starting lineup. I mean, is he a guy that you think can be a starter for this team potentially as, as we move through the season? Um, I think he's a nickelback. I don't think he's an outside starter. Uh, the, what I saw of him being real physical, coming up and tackling people, keeping stuff in front of him. Uh, I, I don't believe he um, 
can turn and run with the faster receivers in the league. That's why he lasted to the fourth round. But certainly he's a football player to play in tight spaces. So um, that's how I have him rated. If they start him at corner, they're going to be playing a whole lot of zone. What about uh, former first-round pick Mike Hughes? How does he fit into this? Does he kind of become your starting nickel corner? Or, you know, what do you see his role being? Yeah, depth nickel corner. I think they want Phillips to beat him out. Uh, Hughes has not been able to maintain a starting spot in three different places. So, you know, for all of a sudden to think he's going to come in and be Deion Sanders, not really fair. Uh, but he is a pro with good speed and um, uh, intangibles. He has played in some games. Uh, but, yeah, if you're counting on him to be a, a starter-level guy, uh, you know, you kind of already seen that. Last question for you, D-Led. Who do you think ends up winning the punt return job when all is said and done? Is that going to be one of those things that there's going to be a lot of competition for that with obviously Avery Williams out for the year? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Josh Ali is a guy to keep your eye on. Uh, D. Alford was mentioned. Uh, and I really, um, you know, haven't studied it much past that. Uh, but they had a lot of people back there taking punts. Even Bijan was taking some punts. Uh, during OTAs. I definitely don't expect to see that. But, uh, um, yeah, Josh Allen's the dark horse for me, uh, D. Alford, and uh, we'll get into camp and see, uh, you know, who's all back there on the first few days and so forth to, to see who's going to take over for Avery Williams at the punt returner job. Um, I, I said last question, but I want to ask about, you know, Cordell will obviously, uh, Cordell Patterson will obviously return kicks. Um, you know, he's, I don't think he's ever kind of, I think he's had maybe like one or two punt returns in his NFL career. Would there be any thought about putting him back there as a punt returner? No, I don't think, um, yeah, I think he's a straight kickoff guy. Uh, they haven't, uh, I think he might've returned some as a, a rookie in Minnesota, but, um, yeah, I don't see that being a, a thing for them to do. But, um, you know, we got to kind of leave it as an open space for now on uh, somebody that, uh, you know, can make a contribution and find them a, a spot to the roster via the punt return position. Well, that, that will be an interesting battle because I don't know that there's a, a great solution uh, to that past uh, Avery Williams. So, D. Orlando Ledbetter, you can check out all of his work at AJC.com. He is the Falcons beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Check him out on his Twitter page, at D. Orlando AJC. And join me on the WadeFord.com hotline. D-Led, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. We will chat again soon. Sure, no problem, John. Thanks for having me. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.